that without a dad production. What about a talk show host? <laughs> talk show host, that's good. <laughs> I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. Someone even told me once they thought I'd be a good talk show host. Really? Yeah, a couple of people. <laughs> How do you get that, though? Where do you start? Well, that's where it gets tricky. You can't just walk into a building and say, I want to be a talk show host. I wouldn't think so. Hey everybody, and welcome to Morning Jose, that is Morning Jose. My name is Jose de la Roca, and you can find me at Mr. Jose de la Roca, that is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And if you want to support this podcast and be entertained, go check out my YouTube channel where you're going to be able to learn a lot. You're going to learn about podcasting, you're going to learn about stocks. You're going to learn about headphones and you're going to learn that I make some fun videos for you and your entertainment. How are you guys? Well, let me tell you, I'm doing just fine. First of all, I'm healthy. My family's healthy. I hope you and your family are healthy. And last time we were talking, we were talking about the Dodgers and how I'm not a big Dodger fan anymore as I used to. I kind of transition more into the NBA. And right after I published my podcast a week later, the Dodgers win the World Fucking Series. <laughs> and I got to tell you, it's, to this day, it's kind of surreal to me. For many, many reasons. One, this year has been crazy. Two, the Lakers and the Dodgers win the fucking thing back to back in the same year. In a year that we cannot go outside, celebrate, smash mailboxes, turn over cars, get arrested by the police. I mean, I could have done it, but I just decided not to because I'm trying not to get uh, sick and trying to get my family sick so it was crazy because I was watching the game and I've been burned about twice already and many many other times during the playoffs uh, so if you guys don't know the Dodgers have been to the World Series already three times and this is the third time they're about to win it but we were there two years in a row a couple years ago and I wasn't believing the whole thing and it was three outs out and I'm sitting next to my son and I'm thinking to myself, oh my fucking Lord, they are going to do it. This is going to happen after all we went through. It is going to happen. And kind of I kind of got sad because I wasn't going to be able to, you know, be at a, at a party with my friends or uh, Herman and David that who I always look the games with and uh, watch the games or my friend in Seattle that she moved. Uh, we watch a lot of Dodger games together and it was kind of uh, sad. But at the same time, I wasn't believing what I was seeing. And then I just realized I was with the one of the most wonderful people in the world which is my son and I'm about to see the the Dodgers become champions after 32 years and I'm thinking of myself it's all right this long waited it's been all right 
and I'm going to experience it with my wonderful girlfriend and my son. There's nothing else I could ask for. And the Lakers win the world, uh, <laughs> win the NBA championship, and the Dodgers become World Series champions. Unbelievable. And then it got me thinking about 32 years. I mean, it's a long ass time. Have you ever wondered how can you start a podcast? Well, I have been in the streaming and radio broadcast industry for about 15 years, and I share with you all my secrets in my brand new book. My book is called Start Podcasting, The Secrets of a Radio Broadcast Engineer, and it's only $2.99. It's available on Amazon, Kindle, iBooks, or on my website, josedelarroca.com. For only $2.99, you will learn all my secrets about podcasting, from starting a podcast, my home studios, and even marketing. I recorded this commercial in my home studio, and you can learn what I use in my brand new book, only $2.99. So go get a copy of my brand new book, Start Podcasting, The Secrets of a Radio Broadcast Engineer, only $2.99, available on Amazon, iBooks, Kindle, and much, much more. Start Podcasting, The Secrets of a Radio Engineer, only $2.99, available on Amazon, iBooks, or on my website, josedelarroca.com. And another thing just happened that, um, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, I'm an immigrant. I came from Guatemala in 1999, and it took me 17 long years to become a citizen of the United States. It took me 11 years to become a resident, and it took me about five years and a half to become a citizen and a couple months to process and about this time four years ago i became a citizen and then after you become a citizen you know you go to downtown where all of us immigrants become citizens um and you know they ask you if you want to register to vote and i think i said no but by the way it was already like passing the election so i think um i mean i still saw obama thank god i saw obama say Welcome to the United States, Mr. American Citizen. And, you know, I didn't vote that election but um, because I couldn't. And something happened uh, on Halloween, which it was this past Saturday, that I learned that um, you were able to vote early. And I hadn't had my ballot yet. Uh, uh, I checked and it's, my ballot was in the mail center for about two weeks and I realized that it was not going to be delivered on time, so I decided to do my research, and I found out that, one, I could um, vote anywhere in the L.A. County. Uh, we just moved from my uh, my permanent address, and then um, I live in Claremont now, and I've, I found out that I was able to vote basically up the street from where I lived. So I just went in the morning. I uh, just grabbed my my driver license and I went and there was nobody there. I walked up to the place. It took me longer to, uh, I guess, sign in because the guy didn't really speak really good English. And I, I don't think he was doing everything right. So it took me a little while. And then he told me that my ballot was going to be no. And for me to go to the, uh, you know, the nice young lady. And she told me to press a couple things and, uh, I, I scanned a paper that they gave me, and then <laughs> it's my first time voting, so I was kind of excited and nervous, and I didn't know what to do, and 
I actually went to the little place and it was just me and another person. There were about like 50 machines where you could vote, but it was 10 in the morning. They, I'm, I believe they just had open and I was just there. And then the first thing that she tells me, she's like, you're going to ask, ask her a couple of questions and then you're going to start the voting process. And I'm, I answered a couple of questions and then she's like, all right, now, you know, it's up to you to vote. And she left me alone. And the first thing I realized is that uh, it had a question about who do you want to be Alhambra's next something something, and I'm like Alhambra. I'm like, w- w- what does this mean? And then I'm like, how many voting things I'm going to do? And she's like, oh well, there's 28 uh, voting questions, and um, you need to either vote for the person that you want. Or the proposition that uh, that you want, and I wasn't prepared for that. And then she goes, "If you just voting for the president, it will be the last question." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, I could skip all this." And she's like, "If you want to." And I gotta be honest to you that I skipped everything because one, uh, I didn't want to say yes or no. I didn't want to give uh, somebody that I don't know my vote, and I didn't want to make the wrong votes i was there to vote for one person and one person only and i was there to vote for the most important vote that i could ever have done in probably my entire life hopefully and it was 28 votes and she told me if i wanted i could skip all of them and just get to the nitty-gritty which it was the president of the united states and that's what i did i skipped 27 votes and I didn't vote for anybody or against anybody. I didn't vote for a proposition or against a proposition. I just skipped 27 and then I got into the main votes. Which one did I wanted to vote? Either it was blue or red and I cast in my vote and um, then it reads your questions and it tells you what you did, what you didn't do and to re- review everything, it prints out your ballot and you had to read it, and then it asks you if you are ready to submit your ballot. And then you press yes, and then the machine takes your ballot, and you don't see it again. And she's like, congratulations, you, you just voted. Please go ahead to that table where you're going to get your sticker. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm, I kind of get a, I got a little emotional. And then I'm like, yeah, I voted. And I don't know if you guys know me, but I'm kind of loud, even though I'm only five fucking two. Um, and I was like, yeah, I voted. And they're like, yeah, congratulations. And I'm like, yeah, my first time. And then the guy goes like, here's your sticker. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, hey, uh, I just asked somebody. I'm like, hey, can you take a picture of me? This is my first time voting. And he's like, yeah. And then he's about to take a picture. I'm like, well, somebody has to be with me. So I asked the guy who was giving out the stickers. I'm like, hey, bro, can you be in the picture with me? He's like, yeah. And then he took a picture and then he gave me my phone and I left. And then I look at the picture and man, it's it's funny to see the picture it's on my instagram at mr jose de la roca because it shows how puny i am because the guy giving out the stickers looks so big just sitting down and i look like this little tiny man which i am and i got out i got into the car and it took me about 10 minutes for the whole process and that was it i exercised my right as an american citizen and hopefully i made a change i mean i I live in California, which we all know is going to be a blue state. 
But like I was telling somebody that I wanted to exercise the right of voting. Uh, and my sister-in-law one time said to my brother that if you don't vote, you don't get the right to express your opinion about political matters. And I got to tell you, my sister, my sister-in-law is one of those persons that I respect a lot. She's very generous. I believe that she has a pure heart. Like, she has a pure heart. I don't think I ever met anybody else with a pure heart. This woman is just pure. And then, I mean, but she told that to my brother that if you don't vote, you don't have an opinion or a saying about political issues. Because basically, you didn't exercise the, the right that you have to make a change. So for example, if I didn't vote this election and I had an issue of the outcome, I didn't have a right to have an issue. I didn't have a right to have an opinion because I didn't exercise the right that I have as an American citizen to make a change. So those words has been with me forever. So this election, I said, no matter if I get sick or not, or I had to be in the rain or whatever, I'm going to vote. And when I found out I could vote early, I just decided to do that. And in 10 minutes, I had exercised the right that it took me 17 long years to earn. And I did it. And I got to tell you guys, I felt proud. Whether my vote will make a change or not, It was a proud moment because one of the hardest things I have ever done in my entire 37 years of life is wait 11 years to become a, a resident. And I think that's the topic of today's podcast is waiting. I mean, waiting had to be one of the most difficult challenges that I have to do. The first waiting game that I had is becoming a citizen. I came in 1999. I came legally and I stayed illegally. And my brother told me it's going to be a long process. If you wanted to make it faster, you could just marry somebody. But some something told me I shouldn't do that. And believe me, after year five of not being able to drive or being scared of white vans or just being scared because I was an illegal immigrant, I wanted to get married, but still, I said no. I said, I'm going to wait. I'm going to do it right. And I did. And by the way, my brother, as soon as I stayed in the country illegally, he turn in the papers so the government knew I was here if anybody's listening and wants to throw the immigration to me and make a big deal don't worry we did it the right way when I stayed in the country we submitted papers that I'm I was going to stay and I was going to wait whatever it was long to become a citizen and I was going to just wait and wait and wait I don't know if you guys ever had to wait 11 years for anything, but it's it's difficult. And as you guys know, I have struggled with anxiety 
I have struggled with, I don't know, uh, nerves and stuff like that. So if you guys ever been scared of white vans, you don't know what life is. <laughs> so imagine you just walking down the street and you see a white van and then you get scared. Why? Because you think that white van is going to come and get you. It was a stupid thought, though, because it wasn't going to happen to me because the government knew that I was here. But you still get scared because you know you're an illegal immigrant. And I got to tell you, waiting those 11 years to become a resident of the United States, of this great United States of America, was the toughest thing I ever had to do. And waiting and being patient, I still struggle with being patient. And I think I will, I'm managing being patient. I'm managing becoming better at it. But it has to be the most difficult thing I have done and I'm still trying to do. I don't know what it is, but I cannot be patient. And patience has affect me in a long long time like uh sometimes i'm not patient with people sometimes i'm not patient with my own son sometimes i'm not patient with myself sometimes i'm not patient with anything whether it's like i want things to happen faster i want to do things faster i want to do things as quick as possible I want to finish things as quick as possible. Or I just want to be things over as quick as possible. And that sucks because I already thought, I already talked about this, that I don't live in the present. I live in the future. And that's because I don't know how to be patient. And I don't know if you guys know, but I, I, I started to, you know, invest in the stock market, read. I had studied it. I had done a couple things. And that's another thing I discovered that I needed patience. I needed patience to be a good investor. I needed patience to be a good trader. I need patience for a stock to be good or a stock to rise up or a stock to work. If you're going to be a trader, if you're going to be an investor, if you're going to get into the stock market, the first thing that you need to develop is patience. The great Warren Buffett says, the secret is easy. Nobody wants to get rich by waiting. Everybody wants to get rich quick. Nobody wants to get richer over time. And it's been a thing that I've been able to get better at it but i'm still struggling about it let me tell you i have made some money in the stock market but because i was impatient and my feelings and my anxiety got over me i had made a lot of bad moves and another thing about patience is that a couple weeks ago actually the day the dodgers won the world series i was feeling very, very sad because everything that I'm doing is not working. I've been doing 
another podcast for about two years. I started doing content creation for about two years. I started my YouTube channel about two years. I started acting about two years ago. And I started doing voiceover and production. And I started my own kind of web design thing in a couple months. But I started doing voiceover about two years. And I'm not, I'm not here to tell you that I cannot pay rent this month. But nothing that I'm doing is kind of working. And when I mean not working, it's not like... You know, nobody's listening. Yes, you are listening. And some people are listening. Some people listen to my other podcasts. And some people watch my YouTube channel. But compared to other people, nobody's listening. And compared to other people, nobody's watching. Compared to other people, nothing is working that I'm doing. I'm not complaining that nobody's listening or nobody's watching. I'm complaining that I seen some videos in some channels that have less production quality, less audio quality, less preparation quality, or they just talk about the, you know, not so good things. They don't put the effort. Their channels, they don't, they look bad. They sound bad. Their content is not that good. And they have thousands and millions of views. I was just, I'm in a group on Facebook just because I want to promote my podcast, but I see people who their podcasts sound terrible, their content is not that good. They keep talking about how they get 10,000 downloads a week and they're complaining about it. (laughs) So that day, something else happened and I was, I was ready to quit. We already talked about social media and how I don't go there anymore. And I just use it as a promotional tool. But I think I had given up of on waiting, on waiting for a break, on waiting for something to, to work. And once again, I was impatient. And the question was, like, how long do I have to be patient for? Because people said kept saying you had to keep doing videos you had to change your videos trust me if you go to my youtube channel i had tried every single video i had done sketch comedy i have review products i have videos where i open boxes i do different videos i mean you name it i have done it has it work i keep i think the most i have views and one is like a thousand but a thousand is nothing compared to everybody else. I mean, I did an unboxing video about some headphones and I only got like 200 views. There's videos out there with less quality, really bad production, really bad audio. And they have like 150,000 views. I'm not asking for much, but... I still wonder if I'm doing everything wrong. And maybe I am. How about this? If I'm doing something wrong in this podcast, in my videos, in my other podcasts, in my social media, and you have some advice, I want to know your advice. Maybe I'm doing something wrong and I'm not looking at it. I'm not hearing it or I need to change. 
And maybe you have the answer. So if you do have the answer, send me an email. Hello at josedalarroca.com. Hello at josedalarroca.com. And patience has to be the thing that I have struggled the most during this, my American life. What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am, and they only have one mission, for the beer men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code De La Roca to get 10% off your order. That is De La Roca, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. And everything came together when I voted, when I voted, when the Dodgers won the World Series, when I just wanted to quit everything that I'm doing, when simple things happen. Because I just need to be patient. But the thing is, like, how patient can I be? I've been doing this for two years and doesn't seem to go anywhere. I've been doing my YouTube channel for two years. And either I need uh, a, a good break or anything. And yes, I may be complaining to you today. But trust me, there's some bad content out there that has so many so many views or hits or whatever you want to call it so maybe i'm doing something wrong and maybe it was okay for me to be depressed that day but then the dodgers won the world series and then i became you know more upbeat because it reminded me that they waited 32 years to become a world series champions and I experienced that moment with my son. And everything was better. So my question to you is, one of the things that, what's one of the things that you struggle with? Is it being patient? Is it being financially better? Is it your weight? Is it that you cannot improve on something? Let me know. I want to know. Hello at josedelarroca.com And before I go, another thing that it relates to patient is this election. I'm recording this on Sunday night. And if you're hearing this Wednesday or Thursday and Or four years of patience didn't change anything. Well, God forbid for all of us. And when I mean all of us, I mean all of us. Because this Tuesday is going to be one of the most important days of our history. Especially if you're a Latino. Especially if you're a black person. Especially if you're an Asian. Especially if you're an immigrant. Especially if you 
look different. If you have a different religion. If you're from the LGBTQ community. If you're a woman. If you're a minority. It's going to be a hell of a election. And hopefully for the best. Being patient also help us develop hope. Because hope should be the last thing we lose. I could lose patience anytime. But I cannot lose hope. Because hope is the last thing we have. I was telling somebody that I'm really scared. Because. You know. I'm a Latino. Compared to what the standards are. I'm poor. There's not many things that I could do right now. Most of my work was going outside, entertaining people, be with people, talking to people. Cannot do that right now. And I'm not complaining. There's worse things happening out there. There's some great people doing great things like doctors, nurses, firefighters, people in the army. Shadows to them. But this four years of patience, I think our patience has run off. And the only thing that we have nowadays is hope. And just like I waited 11 years to become a resident of this great United States. And just like I waited five more years to become a citizen of this great country. I couldn't wait to vote to make a change. Because change could be done. The Dodgers change from not being a champion to become a world champion. I have changed a lot. And I have hope. I have hope for humanity. I have hope for this great country of ours. And believe me, when people say patience is a virtue, God damn it, they're right. I need to become more patient. If I was patient and I could wait 17 years to become a resident, I mean a citizen of this great country. And by the way, I'm proud. The day I became a citizen, I cried. And I was also mad because the person to my left was sitting down texting the whole time. I was pissed. But you know what made me happy? The African man in the back. Big African man crying just like I was. We were both crying little bitches because we have become a citizen of this great fucking country of ours. So let's all have hope. Let's all have patience. Because I believe in humanity. And I have hope in humanity. Until next time. My name is Jose Jose de la Roca. Go follow me on Instagram. At Mr. Jose de la Roca. Hope. I hope this country becomes better. And I have hope for the youth.